Hi, and welcome to Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carmen. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher, a life coach, a late diagnosed ADHDer, and I created this podcast to help others improve their lives the way I have by learning about myself through my coaching program focus and learning about my unique brain and how it works and also by creating this space of community and connection. Are you ready for the episode? Let's get started. Hi friend, and welcome back to the podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I am so happy that you're here. I love to share the information that I learn right along with you in this podcast. So how are you? I am super happy to be here with you today. I didn't think I was going to get an episode out this week because I've been so busy, as usual, with the end of the year school, end of the school year stuff and creating my ADHD summer group. Now, With that said, I do want to start out this episode by reading you a testimonial from one of my clients who only had one coaching session with me. Here goes. Before the one coaching session I had with Carmen, I felt overwhelmed, depressed, lonely, and hopeless. I was not able to do any of the important tasks that I wanted to, and I felt like no one understood what I was really going through, and that I had no one to open up to. Carmen made me feel safe and comfortable from the very beginning of our session. It was beyond words to talk to someone who truly understood the struggles that I was going through. I felt heard, validated, embraced, all of the above. I literally wanted to hug her mid-session, and I wanted to give him a hug too. (laughs) After nearly a year in burnout and depression recovery, I literally went to bed smiling for the first time in a long time that day. I was so hopeful and I realized I was not alone and that my feelings were valid. And this comes from my client, Sergio. This is a testimonial based off of ADHD coaching. ADHD coaching is different than life coaching because it's not necessarily accountability based. It's more so based off of cause, it's it's causal coaching. It's what, your, what are your emotions? What are your thoughts? How are those things driving your actions? Do you like your results? Some examples are um, his main pain points with ADHD were either burning himself out on hyperfixation or infinite tasks or dying of boredom, difficulties with making and maintaining friendships and being lonely, perfectionism, rejection sensitivity, difficulty transitioning between tasks, sensory sensitivities, mostly visual and sound, and inability to rest. And these are his words on what did I do that specifically helped him. This is what Sergio says. She made me feel safe and comfortable from the get-go. She was very sweet, caring, and empathetic, and she allowed me to open up without feeling judged. And it did not. I did not need to justify or explain my feelings or what I was going through. She just understood. Friends, I understand because I have the same brain as you. 
And I don't mean like they're identical. I mean, they work in the same way. And I do believe that with more coaching, Sergio is going to be just flying. He's going to be awesome. So shout out to Sergio for being brave. And I'm going to be having him on the show. Just not quite yet. Um, And today we are talking about, you know, planning and problem solving. And so if you're interested in joining that summer group to get this ADHD coaching, we will be going deeper into the topics that I talk about here, saying things such as planning and problem solving, which is our topic today. So do you remember when I said that the executive functions build off of one another as they develop? Well, problem solving involves nonverbal working memory and emotional regulation, among other things. So what is problem solving? It's the ability to hold words or images in your head and manipulate them to find different solutions to a problem or different ways to plan in order to be efficient. This um, ability develops in childhood and it is our imagination. It's your (laughs) it's your imagination, but it's in, it's a critical imagination, more so a, um, a life, real life, critical thinking, that part of imagination, because we're great with the daydreaming, but, um, when we want to make our imagination be organized, um, in our ADHD brains, we have a hard time as we grow up moving from imagination to real life events. This is because our brains develop slower than our neurotypically developing peers. And the imaginative or fantasy version gives us that dopamine that our brain craves. Well, you know, solving real life problems includes being like uncomfortable and it's boring or it could be frustrating. So it interferes with our frustration tolerance and the planning. And those things are really not our strengths are they? So why problem solving? Why, why does this matter? Well, it helps us consider all the options before acting, which we know from impulsivity, (laughs) we do need um, to do that. And it helps us plan the best and most efficient way to reach a goal. When you look back or you think about a goal that you reached, Did you use a straight line? Did you get there by doing everything sequentially? Probably not. Um, Because mm, consistency is a myth for ADHDers. Um, Consistency is not a thing. Um, Our brains don't work well with consistency. Because if we miss a day or if we do something different one day, the perfectionistic tendencies kick in and we shame ourselves for not um, getting it done the quote-unquote right way. Um, And it also gives us the capacity to mentally manipulate information using the stop, like, and think before you do or say something. So because consistency is a myth, we have to be persistent, meaning we have to try and evaluate and fail and try and plan and evaluate and fail. And we have to be persistent with it. That's how ADHDers meet goals. And as you can see, problem solving includes planning. So that would be planning, you know, for 
goals or just even planning your day. I know, ew. Most ADHDers either have a love planning, like either they love it or they absolutely reject the idea of it. Or they love to plan, but they have a hard time following the plan. But ironically, that planning that we find oh so boring, tedious, slow, and almost painful can actually help us get stuff done a lot faster. A lot. (laughs) So how does this, how is this? affected by ADHD. Unlike our neural or our typically developing peers, this executive function is impaired in the ADHD brain. This makes it difficult to make and keep friends. We have a hard time thinking on our feet because it doesn't can we can't consider all the options before we act. Um, we're good in like emergency situations, but thinking on your feet like a lot of ADHDers, either you're funny or you're just not funny. You're not good at thinking on your feet. Because again, it's a it's a spectrum. Some people don't have as hard of a time with this. Um, or it could be in different areas of your life. Like, um, you know, issues with organization. Staying um, organized and planning things. This deficit in problem solving also impedes our ability to set and reach goals. Because even though we come up with the great ideas, we have a really hard time coming up with the steps it takes to get to the goal or put putting them like in the correct sequence of actions to get you to the goal in the easiest and most sufficient way. We like like to take the hard way for some reason, like the longer way. I don't know. I guess we just like the scenic route. <laughs> And anyways, I just want you to remember that these executive functions overlap. Problem solving usually involves decision making, organization, cognitive flexibility, and frustration tolerance, with which is emotional regulation. Hi, friend. Could you do me a huge favor? If you're not already, could you scroll up to the top of your podcast app and click that follow button and possibly give me a rating and if you could, a review? It would mean so much to me and my goal to get as much information out to the people with ADHD as possible. I appreciate you so much for listening. Thank you and let's get back to the show. So although ADHDers are usually good at coming up with great ideas or solutions for problems, it's the small parts that make the ideas or solutions happen in a way that makes sense. That's where we trip up. We may have all the steps, but have no idea what order they go in or where to start or which one needs to be done first. This usually sends us into a shame spiral and we give up. So I invite you to, instead of giving up, how about we give ourselves grace? Can we stop shaming ourselves and berating ourselves because of our ADHD symptoms? Please? Like, like seriously, please? Because the only way to improve these skills is, again, by trying and failing and reevaluating and getting back up to try again. 
because consistency is not a thing. Persistence is the key. And remember, our brains have neuroplasticity, meaning they can be rewired and changed, but that's all in your power, my friend. So how do we make problem solving more ADHD friendly? There is a guide in the show notes that's free to, for your use if you'd like to use it. But it's, this is, these are kind of the steps or the reasons and steps. Problem solving involves nonverbal, verbal, and, oh, sorry. Let me, let me just say that again. Words are hard sometimes. Problem solving involves nonverbal and verbal working memory, organization, impulse control, emotional regulation, and cognitive flexibility. It's not that we don't know what to do. We know what to do. It's the actions and the amount of mental capacity we have to work with that's the problem. So instead of always trying to make decisions, organize choices, and analyze the outcomes in our heads, we make it external. That's how we make it ADHD-friendly. Making these problems external makes it easier for our ADHD brains to physically see or hear or man and manipulate the information, and it helps us see the sequence that makes the most sense. So some people need to talk out loud. Internal talk or internal self-talk skills are low for ADHDers, and when we don't use self-talk, we let events, impulses, and emotions control us instead of us controlling them. And I invite you to think about what type of problem solving is the hardest for you. Is it at work? Is it at home? Is it in your relationships? In your social life? Is it practical problems such as, you know, getting work done on your car or paying a bill you forgot about or, you know, um, not knowing what to do on a project for work? Um, external aids are what I find to be the most helpful because I'm a visual learner. So what type will help you? This all depends on what type of learner you are. Are you a visual learner like me? Do you need to see the material in order to manipulate it? Or are you an auditory learner, meaning that you need to hear it for it to make the most sense? And those two can be put together. Maybe you need to hear it and read it for it to make sense. Or are you a tactile and or kinesthetic learner, a way I also learn best? I learn best visually and tactilely or kinesthetically, which basically means needing like to be able to physically touch it and move it around and manipulate it to make sense. This can also include moving your body to help your brain think better. So I invite you to find out how you learn best and then create those specific tools to develop like the results or to develop like the external tools that you need specifically for you to help you solve your problems, to help you plan and develop the results that you want and meet the goals that you set in a more efficient way. This can look like talking out loud, creating physical reminders to stop impulses you notice that you regularly engage in. I use physical materials to help me make decisions like when it's something such as like planting a garden, like how I want that to look, or setting up my classroom, I draw it out like a blueprint. 
when I do my notes for the show, it's literally like an outline. That's how I, I have to do it. And when I'm taking those notes or when I'm writing a podcast, I use multiple colored pens and I talk out loud all the time. And I'm always drawing pictures or using physical objects to solve those physical and manual problems. Because we are so, because our brains are so deficited in imagining what could happen, we have to physically engage with the problem in some way. So, my friend, as you engage in this practice, I beg you to please stop beating yourself up because you need to modify the way you do certain things. You may be different, but you are not stupid, lazy, or unmotivated. You have a neural, uh, neural developmental disorder. It's a neurological developmental disorder, and it makes everyday tasks much harder for us. So please treat yourself with compassion and grace, because beating yourself up will just lead you to giving up and feeling shame. Ask me how I know. (laughs) It doesn't work, I promise. So I hope this episode was super useful and informative. I also plan on doing a Q&A episode, which I'm really excited about, where I want you to ask me all the things ADHD. Just put your questions in the Spotify answer question below, or you can send them to me via the link in the show notes. I'm super excited for that episode. Um, It's like an Ask Me Anything ADHD episode that we will be doing in the near future as soon as I get enough questions to answer. So, as always, stay authentic, my friends, and we will talk soon. Hey listener, if you're looking for a little bit more in setting and reaching your goals or any other part of my podcast, you have two options below. You can join Focused and we both get a credit to our account, or you can sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me in the second link. Do either one if you feel like you want more support in these areas. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Hey, adhd are you looking for some more support with your ADHD? Do you want to learn more in a community with someone educated leading you to learn more about your ADHD and how to cope with it? I have great news for you. I am running my very first small group coaching this summer It is the ADHD Bootcamp. Learn to manage your life with ADHD. It's nine weeks. You get access to workbooks, group coaching weekly, and I'm going to do an info session on April 3rd. You will also get two one-on-one coaching calls with me to hone in on your goals for this program. I can't wait to see you in there. Make sure you go to the link in my show notes or visit authenticallyadhd.org to get more information and sign up for the info call. Can't wait to see you there.